Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. To paraphrase the author, Sue Grafton, beware the dark pools at the bottom of your hearts. In their icy depths dwell strange and twisted monsters, and it's best not to disturb them. We are about to begin my favorite Delta Green scenario so far. It's entitled Lover in the Ice. It was written by Caleb Stokes, and we already went, ran it once back when our channel was young. The sound quality back then wasn't very good, and I have wanted to run it again for some time. The author of this scenario included a trigger warning for violence and adult themes, so be warned. That being said, I can see the players are ready. Let's begin our journey into the darkness. <laughs> On January 2nd, 2017, an apocalyptic ice storm struck LaFontaine, Missouri. An extreme cold front from the Northeast caused a 30 degree temperature drop in ground temperature over a matter of hours. Simultaneously, humidity reached 100% and a torrential thunderstorm blanketed the region. The rain, barely above freezing, coated everything in layer upon layer of ice. Roofs collapsed under the tremendous weight Trees literally exploded as sap froze and expanded in their trunks. Large branches were sheared off and came crashing down on anything below. Power was out. Transformers shorted and fell flaming from their poles. Parked cars were sealed under four inches of solid ice. People did what they could to get to safety, but flights in and out of the area were canceled. Police, firefighters, and local assistants came nearly to a halt. The government declared LaFontaine a disaster area and put out a call for national assistance. But the ice and the ongoing severe weather prevented relief services from responding. Day after day, the disaster continued. It was on the television morning, noon, and night. But this did not directly concern you until the afternoon of January 5th. It's then that you received a phone call. You recognized the number before you even answered as one of half a dozen numbers arranged ahead of time by Delta Green. The person on the other end confirmed your identity and followed this by saying, we hope that you enjoy your night at the opera. Your redemption code is STL2345. Come prepared, don't be late. And with that, the person hung up. STL, Lambert International Airport, St. Louis, Missouri, 2345, that's 1145 p.m. That gave you a few hours to prepare and drive to the airport. You arrived on time and parked your car in long-term parking. You make your way to the TSA office. One of the officers lets you into the conference room where you are joined by four other agents. After a few minutes, a very tired looking man in a rumpled suit comes in. No nonsense. He walks up to the front of the conference table and without a smile, he begins. <clears throat> All right, uh, let's get started once you have a seat. Uh, my name is DHS Special Agent Patrick Hill, and suffice it to say, I know who all of you are. We have a situation in La Fontaine that needs to be looked into. Uh, you might want to take some notes. Uh, no doubt you've been following the ice storm disaster on the news. Don't worry, it's not some extra-dimensional incursion or anything like that. And uh, we're not going to be providing any kind of relief efforts. Those poor frozen bastards ain't our concern. This is a green box problem. First, 
let me give you a little history. Back before 9-11, pretty much everything Delta Green did was in, and it was out in the field. Uh, agents functioned in and out of green boxes, distributed all over the place, and that was good enough for the most part. In uh, 2002, Delta Green was reorganized, and there was a period of transition. A team was put together in order to repurpose assets from the old program into the new program, at least that was the idea. To my understanding, they did a cost-risk analysis based on the needs of the moment and the proposed 2003 budget. In any case, it was decided that moving things out of unsecured private storage and into secure official locations just wasn't worth the effort. I, I don't know if, if it was because the contents of the green boxes were too volatile or if they didn't trust the agents running the transition or, or maybe they just couldn't find a fucking truck. I, I don't know. I wasn't there. But one of those old storage units is in La Fontaine. Believe it or not, it's just a random storage unit. For security, they installed a basic electronic alarm on the door. They got some friendly from the utility company to keep an eye on the place. Um, Skip Mills is his name. The records show that he's a clean-cut, white-bred American. They gave him some bullshit story about maintaining a secret counter-terrorism storage site or something. Do it for God and country, the typical patriotic, make-your-life-matter sort of crap. From what we gather, uh, he was there strictly to monitor and report. He never had a key, as far as I know. Uh, I guess the idea was the agents would come back to the box after a few months and move everything to a safer location. Well, it's been 15 goddamn years. It's a wonder nothing's happened before this. Okay. The storage unit is located at Earl's Rent-A-Space, Unit 0171 at 356 West Franklin Street in La Fontaine. Officially, Delta Green has given it a designation of GB224, but that's a new number. So uh, <clears throat> the, the ice storm hit the city on the 2nd of January, and something must have happened. The security system sent a silent alarm to communications and reported a breach, and thanks to some outdated technology, nobody in signals picked up on the damn thing until two days later on the 4th. That's when they dragged my ass out of bed. So I checked the roster, and there are no agents in the field for 500 miles in any direction. The only reason you guys are here is because you were the closest in proximity. I tried getting a hold of this uh, friendly Skip Mills, but not only are the lines down, but the cell towers as well. I honestly don't know if Mills is even on the silent farm call list or not. In any case, I can't get a hold of him. Hell, I can't get a hold of anybody in LaFontaine. Power is still out in most places. Uh, anyway, we're blind out there. And for all we know, the door to GB224 has been wide open for days. Uh, you'd think Delta Green was better organized, but the biggest clusterfuck of all is we don't even know what's inside the green box. Apparently, the files never got closed. We haven't been able to determine anything except that the green, boxes were the green box was breached. We don't know who placed it or which agents were involved 15 years ago. Not a clue. To be honest, we don't even know for sure if this guy Mills is on the level. Could be a flake. So, your mission uh, is, number one, to safely recover, move, and secure the contents of the green box. Two, take an inventory. 
create a record of the items and see if you think anything is missing. Hopefully there'll be some paperwork inside, but who knows? Three, see if you can locate this guy, Mill. See what he knows. Find out why he didn't report the breach. And remember, he doesn't actually know anything about Delta Green. Um, he's going, if he's going by the book, it should be a bit comical. Uh, he's going to ask you some sort of code phrase uh, to confirm your authority. Uh, he'll ask you, do you want to go to the goddamn movies? And your response should be, only if you let me pay for the milk duds. So I won't be joining you on this one. I've been up for two days trying to coordinate everything, making selections, trying to make contact with anyone in LaFontaine. We had no other choice of agents. You were it. I can't for the life of me think of why anyone would put the five of you together in a room together, in a room together. But you'll have to make do. Paperwork is on the table. Your cover is that you are part of an oversight group working for FEMA. That's oversight group. That makes you watchers, not workers. But for God's sake, don't abuse it. The cover is shaky. And you guys probably don't know that much about how FEMA works, so bluff as best you can, but be cautious. I got you some office space squared away uh, with the city utilities company where Mills works. Fuck knows I spent enough time on the radio trying to find their boss. If you need a place to sleep, there's a La Quinta Inn across the street that appears to be housing relief workers. You might be able to secure a room. I got you a ride with the National Guard disaster relief convoy. It leaves in about 15 minutes. Uh, there's some gear there for you. You'll need to look more like FEMA agents. There are some burner phones. Text me if you need something, but keep those messages clean and coded. Get your story straight. You should probably discuss amongst yourselves before you leave what roles you might take in all of this. I'm going to hold your hands. And finally, if there is something out there, do what needs to be done. I expect you to think on your feet. I'll do what I can from here, but there is a hundred miles of solid ice around you in every direction. So don't expect miracles. Hell, <laughs> don't expect anything at all. You're on your own. All right, five minutes for questions. What was the number on that storage unit again? Storage unit. Zero one seven one. There you go. Thank you. All right. Well, then I'm going to bed. Good luck. The convey is through that door and down the hall to the left. National Guardsmen are expecting you. Good night. And he leaves. What a dick. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Why does he keep saying us five? What's wrong with you four? Um... I have not a clue. What's wrong with you? Probably a heavy load in that box. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, th this couldn't sound simpler. We might have to pit, like chip it out of the ice, but I'm sure the ice storm triggered a false or uh, triggered the alarm. This this would be an easy well, one then. If you're right, yeah, it should be easy. But uh, well, honestly, wrong. the the alarm might have just been triggered by the the power going out in there. They lost power, then the alarm triggered automatically because it wasn't getting a signal back. I mean, there may not be a breach. Knock on wood. So, basically, we're just going there to take inventory of some items in that. That's all we're doing. No, all right, gig. we're doing. We have to well, yeah, I know recover, move, and secure yeah, the items that are missing. And talk to Matt Mills guy. But Yeah.
he uh what is it uh he may be uh a bit attached to his role there being uh guard for 10 years too that may present a bit of a danger we just got to be careful well yeah, sort of a, what sort of a cover story do we need as fema agents i have no idea what a fema agent does well we're an oversight group have a clipboard take notes yeah fema is a federal uh, emergency management agency so well generally we can always just say we're logistics basically we're taking account of uh what is it uh what resources need to go where yeah, well, that'll get us into most areas. Yeah, and it'll kind of help with our goal anyway, because us wandering around with clipboards, it's not going to look as so, ordinary. What is it? We're, we're, uh, tra we're traveling with the uh, a relief convoy from the National Guard, right? Yeah, yeah he's so correct. obviously, you know, the government is sending aid to La Fontaine of some sort. So we're there to make sure it all goes where it's supposed to go and everything runs smoothly. There's yeah. our cover. Here we are. Um, I don't think we've been formally introduced, by the way. I'm, uh, what is it, uh, Agent Scott Forrest. Pleasure. If Corey you Blake. say so. <laughs> What's your specialty, Forrest? Wink. What is it? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm quite well versed in, uh, what is it, uh, matters of... Uh, biology and uh certain yeah well call it what it is i'm a glorified goddamn uh secretary okay <laughs> well i'm agent uh i'm dick todd i go by warthog agent warthog and i'm an anthropologist so i don't know how that's going to help well, like you said, they were short on agents. We were the five closest ones. My name's Corey Briggs. I uh, specialize in uh, criminology, forensics. And you're Cavalier? Yes, Agent Cavalier, hmm. for comms purposes. <laughs> what about you down there? I'll, I'll mm. go last. But what about you? <laughs> if you insist. Yeah, I do. I'm. Uh, I'm going. I'm going by Jared. Lands next. Um. I'm a medical professional. You may call me Doc. <laughs> Fitting name. Fitting name. Well, my. Well, I guess I'm going by Alex Weathers, Agent Keith. I'm a I'm a video editor. That's what I do. But I guess you could say my speciality is a bit of code breaking, computers over jazz. What is it? Uh, I'll throw it out here too, because it's somewhat related to our cover story. Although I'm not uh, directly associated with uh, FEMA per se, uh, I do know my way around some uh, bureaucracy, so I could probably. Uh, what is it, uh, bullshit my way through uh, red tape if uh, somebody throws a red flag, at least going into it. Um, nothing I'm going to say is going to hold up if we're going to have to be standing in front of a judge, but then we've already 
let it go pear shape at that point. Well, right. we luck luckily we got on our side that the place is pretty cut off as well. So, yeah. What is it? Uh, is I'm assuming as long as we move fast, we should be able to get in and out without too uh, too much difficulty. I'm concerned about. Yeah, I'm concerned about this skip guy, but I mean. They probably got five guys because they needed uh, one for each corner and one guy to get the door, for all I know. Uh, yeah. Oh, I could go for a five guys right now. Mm. <laughs> if they got one here in the airport? Speaking probably, of God. Probably. Any of you guys Louis. got any weapons? What a shithole. Uh, none of my own uh, stuff here. Nothing that can be traced back. I was told not to bring any as well, but I know my way around a few firearms. We may mm. we may draw some unwanted suspicion if we've got if we're going around waving uh weapons in a disaster zone here. Um what is it? Uh we'll check for equipment if they included some sidearms. I'm assuming they're not sending us out there naked, but uh I hope not. <laughs> Zero degrees. You must be you must be <laughs> new here. Well, we're well, we're going under the guise of femur agents, and so I, we're not really going to be carrying around big ass guns, are we? Yeah, I'm. I'm just uh, reminding you if uh, if they do give us uh, sidearms, uh, keep them uh, undercover. Yeah, they have not given you any sidearms. Okay. Yeah, and I, honestly, I'm not going to go around waving my gun in the air. That's uh, drawing some unwanted attention. Yep, especially in a disaster zone. Of course, an American disaster zone could have plenty of armed people running around in it. Yeah, right. Do you remember Katrina? Yeah. Oh, no argument there. I'm just saying, uh, what is it? Uh, it wasn't too many uh, people wearing the FEMA blue uh, waving assault rifles. That's true. We, wow. If we stick to our cover, do the job, get in, get out, looters are going to be the least of our worries. Um, yeah, considering... on that note, that convoy is leaving in less than ten minutes. Yeah. We should probably get to it, right? Uh, grab Let's your motor. Let's move. Uh, considering what you said there, yeah, the weather is still bad. It's still there's still freezing rain and 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 snow, so it's not it's not letting up much. All right. And and Let's the roll. temperature is probably somewhere around ten below on the ground, so it's pretty bad. All right. Um, <clears throat> you follow the corridor and you are greeted by a National Guardsman who escorts you aboard a Navistar Defense 7000 MV troop transporter stuffed with blankets, clothing, and food. As the transporter sets out, you are freezing and uncomfortable, uh, but the disaster relief convoy has the only military vehicles capable of getting anyone across the icy Midwestern landscape. You sit in the back and across from you, there are three National Guardsmen. Uh, you can see that they're all arm, army privates. Um, one of them says, sorry, it's so cold. Uh, hey, there's a blanket there if you need it. I'm sure the refugees won't mind. Uh, it's gonna be a while before we get there. You don't want, you want to freeze to death. Hey, I'll take the blanket. I'll, I'll take one as well, quickly. Okay, so you left Lambert Airport just after midnight. The date is now January 7th, I'm sorry, January 6th, 2017. Normally, it would take about an hour and a half 
to drive to La Fontaine from St. Louis, but because of damage to the roads, dangerous stretches of ice, and fallen debris all along the way, it's not until 6 a.m. when you finally enter the city. Nothing could have prepared you for the level of destruction that you are now seeing. The nightly news had said that La Fontaine was ill-prepared for winter weather. The city had sold most of its salt trucks and plows to keep from declaring bankruptcy. Nearly every road is blocked with felled trees. Uh, phone and power lines dangle everywhere. Uh, the few emergency responders that you see, see are still chiseling their own vehicles out of the ice like sculptors. And most who have succeeded seem to have immediately skidded off the road. The majority of homes remain damaged and without power, their residents left to freeze in winter temperatures. Getting to the few operational shelters requires trekking on foot across the eerily beautiful city of ice. Upon arrival, they're crammed into crowded shelters filled with cots and hastily packed suitcases. Even the lucky ones with vehicles rugged enough to escape the city often have had to find a path ahead through the felled trees. The roar of chainsaws can be heard everywhere. Even after six days, relief teams have made scant headway. A few major roadways are cleared and salted. The, com the, the commercial and university districts to the south have had some power restored. Very little relief has come from the north side, the poor side of town. Your convoy is currently inching through. The north of La Fontaine is the oldest part of the city, cut off from the rest by a moat of abandoned warehouses, rail yards, factories, and other remnants of the city's industrial past. The massive, over, uh, the massive old growth trees dotting the residential neighborhoods uh, caused more damage than anywhere else. Uh, the only lifeline south, the Zora Neal Hurston Bridge, remains a clogged, icy mess. It will be difficult to tell who needs help in northern La Fontaine. Only the locals can distinguish which homes were abandoned to the storm and which were left vacant by the real estate crash. Still, progress is being made. Operating out of the headquarters for, civil, for, for city utilities, workers are slowly getting La Fontaine livable again. It appears that while the storm will certainly be expensive, none of the relief workers will be haunted by lost lives. It's uncomfortable, but patrols and emergency shelters so far are keeping everyone fed and warm. Shortly after 7 a.m., you arrive in the parking lot of the city utilities headquarters. The transport leaves you in front of the main building. As you enter, it's chaos. The lobby is clogged with activity. Complaining customers are packed in like cattle. Overworked receptionists do their best to calm the crowd. How do you proceed? What is it? Uh... We got uh, three priorities, uh, two of which involve securing that location site. Um, so how's about we go there first? Then we see about this uh, Skip Mills fella. I'm sorry, where'd we get dropped off? City Utilities. Um, you have been, you were given, uh, you were, uh, you, um, the special agent managed to get you office space here. And Skip Mulls should be working here. Uh, let's, let's check out the office space to see how yeah, private that is and see what that's like. 
that's what I was about to suggest as well. I don't think we should rush too far into it. We need to kind of get a gist of the area as well. And uh, if uh, Skip Mills is uh, working here, I'm going to find out where, but not approach him. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, there are lines of people, but of course you're official, so you sort of push your way through. Um, Even our badges. Yeah, a woman at the, the, the counter who looks like she's been doing a thousand different things this morning. Um, she says, yeah, can I help you with something? Oh, you guys are FEMA. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, I heard you were coming. My name is Tanya Cambria. Um, Jesus Christ, I, I was supposed to get you some office space. <sighs> were you able to secure that? Miss Cambria? Well, I was going to put you up uh, upstairs, but we had we had a, a, a tree limb break through a window. Um, so that's like kind of out. Um, we, we got a trailer. Um, Skip Is Mills. It yes, it's heated. Uh, Skip Mills. Uh, we moved his office there because of the, uh, the, the broken window upstairs. Um, so uh, let me let me get Give me just a second and I'll take you over there. It's at the other end of the parking lot. And she gets some stuff together and she puts her, her jacket on. She says, so where, where'd you come from? What, uh, how long did it take you to get here through all of this horrible crap? Not too long. Well, we'll make sure that we get you some coffee and stuff. You guys can set up. She takes you outside. It's cold. She's got her jacket on. You guys are all covered up. Did um, she say that? Did she say Scott Mills's office had been moved to this trailer as well? Yeah, Skip Mills. Yes. Uh, yep. Yeah, Skip. Uh, unfortunately, Skip is homesick. Um, uh, you can do a, a human. What is it called? Home human intelligence. Human yeah. intelligence. I have a pass. Yeah. I have a pass. Also. You, you can tell that she feels a little uncomfortable talking about Skip. Hmm. Something wrong with uh, Mr. Mills? Well, you, look, you know, uh, you look upset. Yeah. Well, here we are in the middle of a disaster, and he decides he's not feeling well and that he wants to go home. I mean, I can understand, you know, if you're starting to get a cold and you're starting, to, but for Christ's sake, you know, we're in the middle of a disaster. Um, maybe it's something worse than a cold. Well, maybe, but you know what? I I, I can understand it, but the. That the people who pay our checks are probably not going to understand it very well. Anyways, he made his choice. Do you have, uh, do you have Skip Mill's home address? Maybe I could uh, drop by and check on him later. Oh, I could find him, but you didn't bother yourself with something like that. You've got your own jobs to do. Um, anyways, here's the thing. And it's it's one of these old 1970s trailers. Um, uh, looks like, you know, it's got the little steps going up to it. Um, and she takes you there. Uh, she opens the door, and you're hit with a blast of heat. Okay, it's 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 obviously heated, um, and there's also a, a rather pungent smell. It smells like the building is old. Uh, you can see that as you walk inside, it's well lit. Uh, it's got wood paneling. It's really cheesy looking. The the carpeting on the floor is kind of ratty. She says, well, this is his, uh, his office. There's his desk over there. Um, 
I suppose, you know, it's a long trailer, so there's plenty of room towards the back that nobody's using. You can set up there if you want. Uh, I suppose you're going to probably need a place to sleep. That's a La Quinta Inn across the street. Uh, you can see it over there. You might be able to uh, to call and get a, a room. The, some of the workers have kind of appropriated the place. They obviously don't have any guests. So uh, if you need anything, there's a phone. You can call me. My extension is 013. And, uh, and uh, anything you need, I'll, uh, I'll supply it for you. Okay? Uh Okay, what is it? Uh, before you take off there, uh, ma'am, I, I did have uh, one thing. One of the things that we're supposed to do here is uh, take account of how to uh, organize uh, supplies and manpower power here. And uh, you said Skip uh, went to his home to write out the storm, which is, eh, that's an HR problem, not really my concern. But uh, the fact that his home is habitable means that... Uh, what is it? Uh, he's in a place where, uh, what is it? Uh, he feels safe. And if we could uh, check that off of our list, uh, that would make our job like a little bit easier. Do you know? Well, I can, I can, the, uh, if the power grid showing that there are some homes with power, um, it just depends on whether the lines are down or not. And of course, nobody's had, had time to repair very much. Um, but uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll see if I can get you access to the grid. Uh, Skip had access to the grid. Uh, you can see which houses are heated, which ones are, uh, are not powered. And of course, we went out exactly in the best you know, financial uh, condition here in La Fontaine. There's a lot of abandoned houses as well. So oh, it's, sure, uh, sure. It's kind of hard to tell, but uh, yeah, I mean, I can, I'll see if I can find any information on Skip uh, where he lives and anything like that. I don't really know him that well, but, uh, you know, I've, sure. I, I've talked to him. He seems like a nice kid. You know, he, uh, you know, I think he lives with his mom. And uh, Really? How um, old is he? Yeah. Oh, geez, I think he's probably in his 30s or 40s. Maybe, maybe he's late 30s. Um, she said, and, kid, how old is she? Oh, geez, I have no idea. I've just sort of, I, I, I think I've heard him talking about, you know, taking care of his mother. No, no, not not his mom. I'm wondering how old Tanya is. I'm just just. Oh, Tanya, Tanya's about forty. Right. Yeah, and she looks like a tough bird. She looks like she's she's able to take care of herself if she needs to. She says, "Yeah, he was uh, he was not feeling well at all. Looked kind of, you know, peaked, and uh, maybe the funniest look too. Like uh, I don't know, because normally he's you know real." Hot red-blooded American. Anyway, if you need anything, I'll, I'll, a coffee yeah. maker in here. Uh, yeah, you know what? If uh, I don't know, if if you don't give me a call, I'll I'll make sure we get you a coffee maker. Okay, thank All right. you. All right. What's Thanks. your extension? Uh, zero one three. All right. 013. We'll show to the right. touch. Thanks. And she walks. What a hey. shithole this is. It's a shithole. Well, it's a disaster site. Um, who I mean, wants Harbor to go through? Storm. I mean, who wants caravan. to go through the desk here? I'm on it. All right. Um, is there anything to see in this trailer other than what's obvious? Um, well, there's a desk. He seems to have quite a bit of little knickknacks and things. Uh, there is a picture 
of, um, I suppose, him and his mom that you see there on his desk. He has a uh, computer. It looks like the picture that came with the frame. Uh, he has a uh, he has a computer on his desk. Uh, the computer has been left on. I'll check the computer. Is it password protected? Um, In well, 2017. Uh, Corey, you you were sitting there. That's just two, a few years ago. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's let keys do that there. I'll sort it out. Uh, yes, the uh, the it is password protected, but uh, I can... so you start to fiddle with that. Other than that, there's a couple of desks in the back, some folding tables, um, and some plastic chairs. Uh, there's maybe a, a whiteboard on the wall. And not much else. I'd like to do a sweep of his desk while Weathers is working on the. Uh, while Weathers is working on his computer, I'd like to look through his paperwork, things of that sort, whatever he's got. It's supposed to be everything. You know, I'm a. I'm a, I'm a detective in real life, so. Right. Um, I would there. like Alex, and I would like Corey, um, to do. I don't have a sheet in front of me. Hey. If if this man's is like, if he's not like the sharpest tool in the shed, this password's going to be easy as pie to get into. I'll make coffee while you guys get to work. Are these uh, burner phones that we got, are they smartphones or are they flip phones? They're just like those brick phones. They're like the bricks. Yeah, they're just like bricks. They're, there's not much to them. Okay. Good. Um, because it, be it would be great if we could get a layout of the town. We have the address for where the storage shed is. Well, I'd, I'd be really surprised if they didn't have some kind of map around here just for, yeah. uh, you know, coordinating uh, supplies and uh, shelters okay. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. maybe, so, maybe in the desk here. toss. And a utilities map. Well, the utilities you. map will probably be on the computer there in uh, like a CAD file or something like that. Um, but uh, they should be handing out like uh, physical copies of the map so that like people know where to go to, for shelter and whatnot. Uh, I can walk back to the main building and just probably pick one up in the lobby. Well, I'm going to be honest. Maybe we check in here first. There's probably one in the desk. I'm going to call this a search thing. Because I don't see what I want on here, but uh, uh, do a search roll. Got a normal here. success. All right, uh, so Alex. What, what is my, where is my... Oh, are you looking for like a computer thing for him? It's called Sigint. Sigint. No, I I know that. What I I'm, I'm wanting Sorry. something else, but oh, I do. It doesn't yeah, seem do. to be. What's that? Uh, what is my uh, what is my search? Oh, that's a that's a dead on pass. Okay, my... they don't have listen on here. What would you do for listen? Uh, alertness, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, alert. Is it alertness? Okay. Yeah, alertness covers like spot, listen, all that stuff. Okay, the well, then it would be an, uh, an alertness roll. Yeah, it's, that's still a that don't pass. Still a pass. Yeah. All right. Um, Alex, you notice that. Um, you you have a funny feeling that maybe he eats in here because um the keyboard is not very clean and uh 
And Corey, what you notice is that he looks like he would keep his desk fairly neat. He's that kind of a person. But there's a lot of paper and stuff piled in his uh, inbox and outbox like he has neglected to do any real work in the last few days. Yeah, I was going to say, look at that, see how how far back that mm. stuff goes date-wise. Yeah. Seems um, to go back a couple of days. Couple this of keyboard days, is huh? filthy, man. What the? Dude, this guy eat his... This guy have no care in the world. All right. Uh, Alex. Um, it doesn't take you long to figure out um, the password okay, to get into the computer. However... You realize that as soon as you've done that, there's basically uh, two different areas. Uh, as far as email and um, a personal space, you're able to get into that very easily. But there's also a program on there that, that taps into the, uh, the power grid. Uh, that is also password protected with a separate password. That doesn't seem like it's very easy. Okay, well, I'll do a quick search of his personal and email, see if there's anything that strikes okay. me of interest and then i'm going to attempt i'm going to try to get the password <laughs> attempt All right. to hack in. um so as you're looking at uh his pass his uh his uh email uh you see that there are quite a lot of emails back and forth with people asking about the power grid about um uh looks like technical stuff about what's going on he seems to be part of the organizer for, you know, uh, various uh, linesmen going out and, and stuff like that. Uh, but he seems to have stopped corresponding uh, with anybody a couple of days ago. And so you see a lot of backed up, unread uh, emails. This is weird. And when you look at his browsing history, you suddenly come upon site after site after site of pornography. Oh, man. Dude. And some of it is really rough. I mean, it's going beyond what normal people would be looking at pornography. So this is... <laughs> man. And I'd like you to do another alertness roll. Oh, God. I... Now, I'm an anthropologist. Yeah, that's a dead on. Dead on as well. I got the exact same one. <laughs> same one? Yeah. So it's passed. As you're suddenly looking at this awful collection of pornography, um, you, you take a rather strong intake of breath and you realize that this whole area smells. Oh, man. And the keyboard is sticky. Oh, man. And oh, it suddenly occurs to you that the smell is coming from under the desk. Uh, God damn it, why didn't I put the fucking gloves on? It's like, fuck. You guys all notice uh, Alex suddenly look horrifying. Oh, Alex, what are you watching? We're supposed to be working here. I'm not watching anything. This keyboard's fucking stucky. This man has been jacking off on Jesus the job. Jesus Christ, is that even legal? He's been jacking off on the job. He's got two days backup on the emails. He's, no wonder he's 
fucked off somewhere. He didn't give a shit. A very simple search shows that there is dried semen all over under the desk. Okay, wait. Wait, before we freak out, this guy's a state employee, right? I mean, he works for the city. Correct. So mm-hmm. when you how I, so as an anthropologist, I'm interested in how aberrant this searching history is. I mean, is it like, is it like snuff film stuff? Is it like on the scale? And and we don't have to be specific, but on the scale, is it way past? I'm an anthropology role. I like that. Fuck! Is there a sink in here? <laughs> yes, there is a bathroom. Right. I, I okay, to... so I think I, I, I See, double there's botched some gloves it. in there too. Or something. I, so I failed and, with a uh, double. Disinfectant. What did, you, what did you get? I got a 77 and my score is 50. Okay, so failure. you failed with a double. It's a critical failure. Critical uh, you're, failure. You're baffled. Why? Oh, yeah. Criminology? Like, is this shit illegal? Um, uh, you do your criminology. Well, what I'm going to do? Girl 18. Yeah, what you're going to go to the bathroom and clean up. I'm going to go to the bathroom, clean up, and I'm going to come back, clean this fucking shit up. Wait, wait, wait. Gonna... Wait, wait, wait. Before you, this is evidence. Well, yeah, we're going to back a bit of it. But we're before you win What is it? Evidence of exactly? We don't know. Come on. We're weird special agents. Who knows what's going on here? Yeah, we'll just, we'll just get a swab. We'll swab a little bit of the dry thing. I'm sure. Put it in a fucking tube, and we'll, put, and we'll put a label on it and put it in the bag. I'm sure Special Agent Hill would love to hear your dissertation on the uh, strata of semen under this desk. Yeah, this just seems like a uh, very disgruntled employee who happens to be a sex pervert. Can can I please go wash my hands now? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I want to look at the overall placement of things, and I'm thinking along occult angles here. Is there some sort of, like, the placement of things, or are there weird little, I don't know, voodoo dolls, or just any kind of little kachkas or tikis? There's, or... there's nothing like that. In fact, there's a little American flag in his uh, pen box. Definitely um, a weirdo. Everything is perfectly arranged he looks like he is neat and clean normally um cory what was your question again that you rolled for criminology i failed you failed okay yeah um well what you can all tell without much difficulty is that if you go in order of of his browsing uh it looks like he started with regular pornography you know, just sex, which progressed to more violent sex, uh, which, you know, progressed to more bizarre perversions. Uh, and then he was starting to go into violent, chained up people being beaten. Um, so it goes into and the, the last web. of the stuff is, is almost unwatchable. And this Did happened it? quickly in the last yeah. couple of days? Correct. Um, oh, boy. It all starts on... I come back, putting my gloves on, I'm like, fuck, this is some dark web shit, man. Oh, wait, I wasn't done with you. Oh, yeah, I'm done. Oh, fuck. I can't do that yet. I'm still washing. I'm still washing my hands. A bathroom condition. Oh, fuck. He has obviously been whacking it in the bathroom as well. Oh, fuck me. Uh, he, uh, now, 
And if you have medical or biology, you can roll that. We got a doctor, don't we? And we have a, a biologist. Yeah, yeah well. Doc. Doc, you ever seen this much semen in your life? <laughs> I'll take a look from a biological I will neither confirm angle. nor deny. Um, My hands are sticky. Uh, 37, that's a pass, but not a critical. Okay. With biology. It seems hard to believe because all of this seems to have started on January 3rd. Hmm. And he and he went out on January 3rd. He's been out six since the 3rd. So this all happened within the space of a few hours. Does a man even have this much semen, guys, to, in that fucking it, period of time? It doesn't seem man, possible that it's one person, but... Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean if he uh, if he really found his kink here that he didn't invite a couple people over. Are you saying a circle jerk happened in here? <laughs> the fuck wait, 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 wait. But he's been out six since the third, and that's when this all started. Like with uh, the search history. So he's been searching that's... on this work computer. Uh, Miss Cambria said that his absence is more of a recent thing. So, yeah, I think that uh, when the disaster started, he was uh, actually occupying this office because they said that they had to move it over to here. All of the search, all of the perverted search history uh, covers from a span of 6.30 a.m. on January 3rd when he arrived to work to 1 p.m. when he left. Yeah. So, How much semen is over the sink? Just, holy shit, so he did all that in one day? Whew, this boy's a worker. Well, that definitely wasn't uh, him by himself. Uh, that's just not physically possible. Wait, 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 wait. Is there a longer search history here, though? Can we go back yes. days and months in his search history, and there's, right. no, there's no indication of this sort of search? No. In uh, fact, every piece of correspondence, everything prior to that, he seems like a fairly decent hard worker. Strictly professional. Strictly professional. Guys, okay. Please don't uh, mess around with that, that computer. I haven't finished with it, but I need to wash my hands. And there's no place to wash my fucking hands. Why? What's the bathroom look like? Come and see for yourself. <laughs> oh, it don't look good. <laughs> why don't Crazy. you go back into the main building and wash your hands there? And explain why I've got steam <laughs> on my fucking heads. It's Just dry. wipe them off on something. You're a special agent for fuck's sake. Come on. Use some of the bloody snow and ice out there if you have to. Here, I'm just going to pull a handkerchief out of my pocket here and give it to Agent Keys. Jesus, Keys. Maybe you should have brought your mom with you. (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck you, man. Uh, It's it's not difficult at all to find Skip Mills' address because there's various pieces of correspondence um, on the desk that, uh, that are addressed to him. Um, there's also a call log, a telephone call log that you find. Telephone call log shows that the last person that he called was a porn shop on the edge of town, uh, and he talked to them for about five minutes. What's the date? The third. It happened during this, this period. What's the name of the shop? Um, uh, the Circus of Books. I wonder if they were even open. I mean, 
apparently he talked to them for five minutes. So that's the day after this whole disaster started, right? Sorry. Some people I'm, were hit harder than others. Oh, I'm right gonna, now. I'm oh. gonna use. Sounds like some of these videos on uh, Mill's computer. I'm gonna well, use uh, before we uh, before we go in uh, engaging our like curiosity here. Uh, it seems like something is definitely affecting his behavior. We have a clear sign that uh, basically something has altered that. Um, we don't necessarily know what it is, if it is even the green box, and uh, if it is catchy. So, uh, And, you know, it could be the storm. I mean, it could be a home computer has got a search history just like this. Uh, and then here, trapped at the storm, he just... X at work like happen. he would at home. I'm just Good saying point. shit happens. I also want especially to point when out, he gets moved out of the office building into this trailer all by himself. Yeah, yeah, and it's hotter than hell in here. Anyways, he's it is, the, it is hotter than normal. You think he's the, the third the item on our list of our directives? Right. He's the third. I don't know if that means he's the least important, but I know he's the third mentioned. Oh, well, no, I'm, obviously, I'm just saying that he's. Uh, Jesus Christ, can we turn the heat down in here? Yeah, yeah where's the thermostat? The, uh, you see the thermostat is turned up to 85. 85? Oh, turn that shit down to 65. Jesus Christ. Uh, yes, in, please. In, five. What are you, in a the miser? Meantime, in the meantime, 65, what? It's like below zero out there. 65 is of, nice and balmy. I got uh, rid of a dry semen. And... Alex, you're cleaned up. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's, that's what, that's what I'll do. And then I'll go and clean. I give him a cup of coffee. <laughs> oh yeah, so we got the coffee going. Yeah, I did that first thing when I came in. Here you go. I don't know if there's anything in here I want to drink out of. Alex, Check to make sure the pot was clean. Alex, while you are cleaning, you see this. Well, that okay. can't be good. That's not really much to read out, but I'll read it. Can Jeremiah you read it? twenty-nine eleven, Psalm thirty-four eight, Proverbs. Proverbs, thank you, man. John fifteen thirteen, uh, Romans eight forty one, Corinthians thirteen twelve. But that's not cross, guys. This um definitely is something. Hmm. Doing a doing a Bible, Bible study. Yeah, but they've all been crossed out seven Corinthians. Is there a Bible in here? You don't see one. Don't open hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> I won't really touch. What is it? Uh, if we've got an internet connection, I mean. Oh, that's true. Is it his oh. handwriting? Does it match uh, any other samples? Yes, it is. It is his handwriting for oh, sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll, ser I'll search for him up, but I want to get into. I, should I do that first or get into the grid? The grid will take me longer to get into. I don't know. Uh, go, go for the grid. Um, yeah. We can go across the street to that hotel and get a Bible. I mean, okay. we, we can do the same anyway. Yeah. Well, if a couple of you go arrange rooms for like the five, and I'll start getting on with the, getting into the grid. And then it's I not, think we really need to get over to Earl's Rena space. It's it's not that weird that somebody that has a, a deep interest in pornography also has a deep interest in religion, just anthropology anthropologically. Yeah, but the thing is, some of the stuff he's been searching is almost as I said earlier, like deep web standards of torture porn here going by um did you did you want to use the internet to find out what on that pleasant note i'm gonna go deal with our rooms okay 
Yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, what is it? Uh, get uh, try and find some uh, maps, probably at the uh, what is it? Utility center yeah, lobby. Yeah, city utilities HQ. Yeah, they'll have uh, they'll have some city maps, if nothing else, to coordinate where the uh, shelters and whatnot are. So I'll try and get a, a couple of those, so we can actually find stuff. Uh, okay. Remember to get a Bible from the hotel rooms. All right. Sure. Um, uh, Scott, do you manage without any difficulty at all to find a, a, a utilities map of the entire uh, La Fontaine? Um, oh, but you also notice that there are flyers in there showing where the shelters are. Um, some people are taking them. Some people, most people already are in shelters by now or they're, they're still in their homes. Uh, Jared, uh, you go to La Quinta and you manage to secure, they only have one room on the third level, the third floor, um, but you've managed to get two king size beds and a cot. Not it. That'll work. Okay. I call bathtub. Um, all right, and you, and you bring back a Bible with you. Uh, Alex, you are having, uh, go ahead and do a uh, computer things. Uh, but could I, are, are there, are there air fresheners? I don't know if it's like, relevant, but could I use my special training, the electronic security systems? Is there uh, some different, pine saw at the Lakinta? Um, yeah, maybe there's some bathroom fresheners. Uh, computer. <laughs> That'd be, would that be under SIG Int? No, it's, yeah, it's SIG Int. Com yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Uh, 41 on 70, so... Okay, but it's not a critical. You needed a critical oh, no. to pass that uh, thing. <laughs> um, all right, so you're all back together then. Um, and uh, Jared has his Bible. So when you look up the passage, uh, what the passage says is, for now we see only a reflection as in a mirror then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. Hmm. Okay. That was the Corinthians? Correct. Yeah. What are the other ones that are scratched out? Oh, you want me to go through all of those? They're just, <laughs> they're just, they're just. You Bible gave passages. us the clue. They're just, they're just Bible passages. They're scratched out, so they're not important, obviously. <laughs> okay, I spend a half an hour with the unimportant clues. All right. There's nothing much important. They all just seem to be random. Hmm. Wait, I got a, I got an idea. I can't, I can't seem to get in this, but I could probably ask uh, Tanya if I can get access to the grid. Like she said, she would sort us out access. Maybe I can get a temp password. You can f call her on the phone, uh, but she will. Um, she it'll, it'll take. She has to get some authorization for you to have that. While everybody's doing all of those things, I will be trying to arrange some kind of a transportation for us. Something okay. profitably with uh, four wheel drive, snow tires. You know. Oh yeah, in this weather, um, what is it? We could probably just I drive by most five. places. Uh, there is a carpool at the utilities. They have trucks in the back. Um, Good, I'm going to uh, common, commandeer one. I'm going to... It, uh, it's, it's not very hard to get Tanya to issue you use of a, a four-wheel drive uh, 
four four person, you know, or four four or five person. There's five of us, yes. SUV. Yep. Yeah. To get around. Uh, when when I was speaking to Tanya, could could I have tried could I try to persuade her to give me it without authorization? Oh, she and, she follows procedures. She's okay. not going to to bend the rules. Also, she's probably just a secretary. Probably doesn't actually have access yeah. herself. And she, she's not sure why you would want want the grid. I mean, okay. you're FEMA. Okay. Why, why do you need the grid? Yeah, because we're FEMA. It'd make our uh, what yeah. is it uh, assessment of damaged homes easier. But yeah, we'll ride around all night just so you don't have to file some paperwork. I'll be that'll she'll be all right. Them. She'll file the paperwork. <laughs> it's just going to take a bit. We're FEMA well, agents. It, it's fine. We got we got time. So, some reason I thought I thought I was pretty good at what I could do, but turns out I can't hack into some That's goddamn right. easy fucking right. thing. What is it? Uh, I think we. Uh, what is it? Uh, we have more pressing leads to follow up on. I mean, if you wanted to stay here and uh, what is it? Uh, spend some time. That's up to you. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> I don't necessarily want to stay in. Uh, what is it? Uh, that their room longer than I have to. Well, should we head? Should we get beep, out of room? Hey. Oh. All right. So All right, file go. in. Guys, uh, what do you think? Should we go after uh, Mills? Who's objective one? Objective well, if, one. If Mills's if Mills's current condition is has anything to do with the uh, the storage unit. Do you want to split up? <laughs> that would be a good thing to look into. That's something we can case. do. Well, well, I want to we get Mills' store. address? Yes. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah. Uh, we got Mills' where address. Where is it in relation to the uh, rent space um, Both are on the north end of town, so... Uh, it's going to be difficult getting there, but uh, rental space is probably a few miles apart. Do we have Do we have the address for this circus of books? Has anybody tried to call them? That's That's easy enough to get a hold of. Yeah, and there's a There's a phone number. Obviously, he called that phone number, so yeah. you have the phone number in front of you. Should we call it? Uh, hey, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Don't call the. Uh, you call the porn shop. I'll just, drive us towards uh, Skip's place. Before you call it a point, before, right, who wants to go speak to Skip? I'd rather go to the, uh, to the locket. Like, I don't I'm, think this is time critical. Why, let's just stick together. Yeah, we've only got one Jeep. I mean, you can walk if you want, Alex, but. Yeah, but I want to, I don't think we should do Mills first. I think we should stick I think we should secure, uh, what is it, the. Well, I'm driving, and I think you're wrong. I'm with uh, Jared. We go to Mills first. No, Matt. He might have some critical if, information for us regarding. If, if the, Mills uh, is somehow compromised by anything, that could give us a keen insight into what we're dealing with. But it, it's true. But the brass don't know what's in the container. But we don't if, know what's in the container. The only person that might know what's in the container would be the agents that dropped the shit off. Or Mills. Well, hopefully Mills doesn't know. Well, and the container is wide open, as far as you oh. know. I'm just a guy who knows computers. You're a medical professional, so you know. Fuck it. 
I'll All right. I don't want to get mind controlled by a some sort of vase that makes me masturbate. I just, oh, you know, <laughs> vase, some sort of vase. Um, I don't know what what what's in the container. Do we know? We don't could know. Be a vase. We don't know. It could be a vase. <laughs> a vase of a vase of plus ten to masturbation. No, but it could and, just uh, be a fucking hot stick. damn. Let's put that one on the black market. Yeah, but but it, uh, an interesting oh, little know. anecdote here. You know that uh, tablecloths became uh, popular in the United States because uh, it was popular at the time that uh, table legs would be basically shaped kind of ladylike. What's wrong with you? Oh man. You know, I would expect I would expect that kind of shit from the anthropologist. I'm turning on the radio. Okay, Come look, please. let's dr- look at objective number one is to check out the storage facility. Let's just drive by it. Let's just drive by it, in. right? We're in a jeep. All right. If, the, if there's anything, fair. if there's anything that looks weird, we'll backtrack. It's not time sensitive. Fair. Okay. I ain't That's walking. A good compromise. So. Okay, Cavalier. Fire this right. bastard up. All right. Uh, so I assume you secure the room up. Yeah. And uh, you get in the Jeep and you head out. Uh, it's Going is not easy. Uh, there is uh, There are some places where they've cleared some of the roads. But you can see that, that, that it's quite disastrous. Um, as you get to the area, you can see Earl's uh, rent-a-space. It looks like it's a fairly well-maintained um, storage facility. Um, uh, there is a large chain-link fence going all the way around it. Uh, razor wire on top? With razor wire on top. Uh, there St. Is, Louis. There is a computer keypad uh, Sorry, Missouri. Uh, door uh, opener. Um, it's open 24 hours a day uh, as long as you have the code to get in. Um, however, you notice that there are a couple places where trees or tree limbs have fallen down onto the fence and smashed it down flat. Uh, you can also see that there are a number of damaged units uh, down one line of the uh, of the units. Damaged how? Uh, looks like a tree has fallen on them. Okay. I just got um, what is it? Uh, can I uh, can I walk around to the perimeter where the um, trees have uh, fallen and uh, damaged the fence and uh, look for tracks? Sure. You gonna park the car? Um, oh, I, I assume we were parked. Yeah, I'll okay, just drive up parked. as close to it as I can get him, and then I'll. All right. Park. Uh, I'll, I'll follow uh, far. You can all do alertness. Uh, ten. That's a pass. I, I failed actually this time. That is an O one. Oh, Alex. Alex. Alex, what you notice is that there are security cameras all over the place. Uh, there are security cameras on all of the buildings. Uh, it looks like the power lines feeding them have been knocked down. Okay. Uh, so none of them, none of the little lights are blinking. Um, okay. As you approach the uh, one of the areas where the fence is down, uh, 
you're 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 pretty sure that at least one person has trudged in and out through one of the breaks. Mm. In yep. and out. Yeah. Get a breach. Uh, are there any clear mm. marks that he was like dragging anything or? No. I, I will just say that we, we have a clear because the cameras are, have been out. So they're not going to fit. So no one's going to be able to see like some femur agents just trying to break in and walk around. So it won't look odd. We've got a bit of cover with this. Hey, maybe I had a call. I mean, we've got cell phones. Maybe I had to call this circus books place quick. What is it? Uh, Although, I don't know. I thought you were going to uh, call them while we were driving over here, oh, Dick. Well, well you, could, <laughs> you could do that. And I was thinking. I was and thinking, we didn't want to interrupt Tom's narrative, though, because he was kind of, you know, telling right, us everything. And, right, Dick. Was, Tom, there's a Tom here. It's Alex, Corey, Scott, Jared, Dick. Who's Tom? <laughs> Dick. All right. All right, it's Dick. <laughs> um, Certain and correct, guys. Uh, you call you call circuits of books, and uh, a fellow answers. Uh, really? He says uh, he says hi. Uh, this is uh, Keith. What can I do for you? Keith, I can't believe you're open in this. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, we we had a little bit of damage, but uh, we've we've you know we've been cleaning up. Um, I, I'd ask what you're interested, in, but there's no point in coming over. I don't want to uh, come over. No, I don't want to come over. Uh, this is Agent Todd from uh, FEMA. We're trying to track down some state, em some city employees uh, that uh, might have got, might have got a hold of you. Well, did I don't you know a, anything about that. Did you get a weird call a couple of days ago? Uh, I, you might get weird. Calls I got a all call from. I got a call from a, an, an avid collector of pornography. Um, avid. Yeah, well, he, he showed up and uh, practically cleaned me out. That's why there's no point in coming over. Okay, I mean, wait a he minute. He, you got, when did you get this call? Oh, that would have been uh, afternoon it, of the 3rd. So this was after the tragedy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just happened to be here, and we were, we were starting to clean up. He, uh, he, wanted to, he was, said he was looking for certain kinds of pornography, uh, I told him to come on over, and uh, he now, practically cleaned me up. Was his name by chance uh, Skip Miller? Well, we don't ask names. Skip Mills, how did he pay? In cash? Uh, he paid uh, with a credit card, yeah. I don't well, know. You ran, could... you ran the card, right? Yeah, I, I'm not sure I, I feel comfortable. You know, we have a certain amount of client... Uh, uh, what do you say? Uh, anonymity. I understand. So, this is. Yeah, I'm not going to give you that kind of information. Keith, Keith, I understand. This is sort of a. I mean, this is a, this is a national emergency here in La Fontaine. You know what I mean? Yeah, national emergency. You need porn. That's what I'm wondering. What like? <laughs> it seems a little odd that this guy came over and cleaned you out. What kind of stuff was he taking? Jeez, what didn't he take? Well, I mean, I mean he, he he took he took quite a lot of stuff. How the hell did he like, get it out of there? Uh, he had a, a car. I had to put it in boxes for him. Uh, took some, uh, took a lot of, uh, DVDs and, uh, a lot of little magazines and, uh, he seemed to not really care what he was looking at. Uh, Just anything. Straight, gay, bi, really? some of the weird stuff. It's, it's interesting. All right. 
Well, geez, thanks so much, Keith, and good luck in all this. All right. Well, thank you so much. All right, fellas. Did you hear that? Did you hear my side of the conversation? I think that uh, Skip showed up and cleared him out of, of anything. Anything well, that wiggled, he took. <laughs> That's, uh... That seems in keeping with his behavior. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, I was, I was thinking that I could just very quickly, maybe if I climbed over and did a quick survey of the actual, and I don't want to, I'm not going to go inside of any of them. You know, oh, we're though, going inside. Wait, wait, you know, fellas, now that we've seen this, I'm almost agreeing with Doc that maybe we ought to check Mills because if a tree, let, oh, you know what? We can go in there and at least see if container 0171 was hit by a tree. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted to go and have a look at and then come back and then we go check out Mills like the others wanted to do. Well, if nothing else, we've got to secure the uh, green box here. Well, I just want to, we just need to see the damage, if there is any damage. I don't want to go in just yet. Not if, not everyone's going in. I just want to quickly check. If I go in, I'm probably... Maybe Here, I'll go with you. All right. You go inside, and uh, the next row over is where you're expecting to find 0171. 0171 is right on the very end. And, in fact, a large tree limb uh, has broken off of a tree, and it has smashed through half of the front end of the green box. Uh, it's smashed to the ground. There's large piles of snow and stuff that slid off the roof. Um, and uh, it's, it's wide open. You can see from where you are that it looks like there were a number of uh, makeshift shelves uh, that were in there. And there, there are things all over the ground. Some of them are in, uh, looks like boxes have overturned and spilled stuff on the ground. Looks like there are a number of, of black plastic bags of things um, and some things. I mean, it looks like a storage box. One of, the, one of the shelves has been knocked over, so there's stuff all over the ground. You can see that uh, the weather has continued, so some of the stuff is partially frozen uh, into, the, into the ground that you'll have to somehow break out. Uh, other than that, the stuff looks like stuff you'd see inside of a, a, a thing. However, do an alertness. All of us or just Alex? Well, the two of them, since they're standing right there. That's an 09. That's a pass. Okay. I just passed. <laughs> uh, you, notice, you notice very clearly a couple of things. One, uh, there are step uh, footprints boot prints um definitely going up to where the tree is up and over the pile of snow and into the green box uh there are similar uh, steps coming out and when you look down at the ground near near the tree there is uh, at first you're not quite sure what it is but it looks like a small frozen now puddle of Bloody vomit. Hmm. Uh, you also notice that there is a security camera facing that door right on the on the end of the building. Um, so whatever happened might have been captured on video. And you may also notice that your phone is ringing because I'm calling you from the car. 
Oh. Yellow. Oh. Forest. Yeah, Forest, what's going on in there? You guys have been in there a while. Um, so there's the a... Yes, but there's a huge breach of containment here. Uh, looks like a tree fell on the unit. Um, spilt everything. Uh, there spilt are, everything. Huge there mess. Least, there are at least 10 items in there that you can sort of count. Some of them are scattered touch, on the floor. Don't touch anything. I oh, sure. tell, him, tell him that if we can access the security cameras, we might be able to actually see what happens. What is it? Uh, I'll put like the phone down and say, uh, uh, isn't that uh, your, uh, what is it, jurisdiction there, uh, AV guy? Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm just saying. Tell oh, here, here's what I'm going to propose then, right? Yeah. One of you should stay by the unit to make sure that no matter what's happened already, just make sure nobody else goes in there and takes anything. Okay. Alex, you seem to be the perfect guy to try to see if you can figure out whatever about the camera feeds and stuff. Remember, yeah. don't leave any evidence. If you're going to break into an office, don't leave any fingerprints anywhere. That's, don't be seen. Don't do it on camera. Yeah. I know. That's why I've, we're I've going to go swing by second. Skip's house. We'll come back for you in a few. Sounds like a plan. Can I, uh, we, I'll, I'll briefly maybe come back to quickly get some things that I may not have taken with me. Nope, I'm gone. You've already got. <laughs> <laughs> Look, right. I've got gloves. I've got gloves on uh, this. Well, uh, while they're gone, I'm going to but. basically uh, not touch anything, but I'm going to document everything that I see in as much detail as possible. Okay. Forrest, put your gloves on. But you're you in the gr you're in the green box. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Forrest, you be careful in there. Put put gloves on. Don't. You guys would know to use gloves, so. Well, yeah, okay. it's like freaking 30 below. If you don't have gloves on, you're like losing uh, right. flesh here. Man, yeah, I know. But All I right. Be careful, man. <clears throat> um, but uh, I'm not touching anything, but I'm making sure that uh, I keep track of uh, what is here and uh, as much detail as possible. All right. I'm uh, going to do Alex. Um, Alex, uh, you go to the front of the facility, yeah, and there's definitely an ally, uh, there's definitely an office. Uh, there's nobody here. Um, how are you intending on getting into the office? Uh, how do, how does the office look? Yeah, how yeah, is there? How do we, how many windows? How's the door? Well, kind of door the way there? that it's situated is there's a door on the outside of the gate, and there's a door on the inside of the gate so that you can park your car and, and get into the office if you're going to rent a space. Um, the doors look, you know, fairly secure. And there's, there's a large window, um, but there's, there's no damage to the office. Uh, other than the fact that you see the power lines that are going into the building right there have been knocked down by the, uh, by the branches. Okay, so the building, uh, there's no damage to this building at all? Correct. Okay. Um, well, it's stupid, but you never know. Someone might have been, I'm going to try the door handle, obviously, carefully. All right, it's, it's gonna, definitely locked. Okay, yeah. And I guess I'll, I'm going to try go through that door, so I'll try to pick it open. You're going to try to pick it? Yeah. Do you have anything like that? I don't even know. 
Oh, what skill in this game would, what would that even lock picking? What uh, would that even be? Um, skills right now. It's been a minute since I played this. Yeah, I forget that everything's named differently. Most things. Oh, shit. I don't even know what that would be under. That might be one of those other skills that's not even on the main character sheet. You know what it might be? We might call it, uh, it might be your code thing. Maybe you're, you're breaking, picking a lock is like breaking a code. Let's just yeah, call could, it that. Yeah, so uh, that'd be, that go off my intelligence. I think. <laughs> that was some reach. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I can think of. <laughs> I say it's an art, so we it's should a, use the art skill. It, it's a it's a key. It's a key passcode lock. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You just gotta you just gotta crack the case across the right wires. Unfortunately, that wouldn't work because there's no power. Uh, take the take the battery from your phone <laughs> and run it through yeah. the locking mechanism. I would hot wire a lock. He he wouldn't he wouldn't. Does anybody got some tin foil and some bubblegum? See what you need here is a potato. Oh, if it is like a keypad and there's no power, I will try to make a temporary power source. I have a burner, but so yeah, that's not going to work. However, I could. You want to roll an idea roll or a intelligence roll? Okay. Uh, that is a 74, but that's actually a pass. Okay. You could do anything as long as it doesn't point towards Delta Green. You have an elbow. Yeah. You have a window. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, fuck it. Um, Nobody's going to know. <laughs> and, and the cameras. Actually, the cameras aren't even fucking working. No, the cameras why are not I get, Why didn't I just think about that myself? Jesus. Fuck. I was thinking too covertly. Yeah, I'm just... Fucking elbowing right. the window. Uh, so you smashed the window. I don't know whether uh, whether Scott hears it or not, but um, uh, you managed to climb through the window and you find the machine that that does all the recording. It looks like uh, it's all digitally recorded uh, onto a a drive. Okay. Um, however, there is no power, so you have no way to play it back at the moment. Yeah, well, I'll be. Oh. Uh, I like put it in a zip bag. Okay, we'll take the drive. Put All right. I will, can I check the office as well? Just yeah, it's just an office paper. Nothing of interest. Nothing of any interest. Yeah. I'll go no, back out. Like porn and semen stains. No, no. no porn well, if a, if a window is smashed, I might. I should probably make this look like a bit like a robber, maybe. <laughs> Someone broken in. That's smart thinking, actually. Yeah. Grab I'm the petty nope. cash. Nobody's ever going to ask you any questions, so. I yeah, I'm I'm just gonna maybe bring out some of the drawers, ruffle a few things around. All right. Trash the office. Not make it. It's cathartic. Yeah. It has to. It has to look like a proper robbery. Okay. So, uh, and then you you go back to where Scott is. All right, Scott. Um. There are a number of items in here, but most of them are already, uh, there's something on the floor just inside the door. Uh, It looks like it's maybe two feet across. It's kind of heavy. 
You don't know what it's made out of because it's wrapped in a black plastic bag. Mm. Okay. But it feels odd and angular. Uh, and it's just sitting on the floor. Maybe it was on a shelf and it got thrown off. Uh, but it, it's just sitting there. Um, uh, is it uh, kind of metallic-ish? You don't know. It's, it's in a black plastic bag. Fair enough. Unless you're willing to start opening things and looking. Uh, uh, not alone. Yeah. And it's probably best to secure everything before you start doing yep. an inventory. Um, there is, uh, there are a number of black plastic bags like that. On one of the shelves that's not knocked over, there is a very large, um, uh, what do I want to say, a cardboard box that seems to have a, a computer printout in it on dot matrix paper. Uh, the dot matrix paper looks like it's standard 11 by 17 and it goes all the way to the top of the box. So you're thinking that there's at least 40 inches of printout. Hmm. It's a huge printout. Uh, are um, there signs of water damage on the documents? Not to that, but uh, there, there are also um, scattered yellow pads on the ground, some of which have been partly frozen into the ground, some that have water damage. Um, there is uh, a, uh, an ammunition case laying on the ground that's open and empty. There, are, there is a box in the back that has spilled over, and there seem to be something, a number of things lying on the ground that are only about maybe five or six inches across. It looks like little plastic baggies uh, that have been vacuum sealed. You don't know what those are, so they're they're not they're not puffy. They're flat, but with something mm -hmm. inside them. Um, and there are some paintings that are hung. Uh, they're not hung. They're they're just stacked up in the back. Uh, it looks like some of them are really old. Some of them are younger or newer. There's some photo photographs with them. There's a valise with some stuff in it. Uh, there's all sorts of things like that. But all in all, you you count about ten items. Um, the ones that are on the ground, it, it's fairly simple to brush them back into the cardboard box and set the cardboard box up right. Well, before, uh, before I do that, um, what is it? I am going to give, let's see, uh, Agent Warthog a call uh, because there's an empty ammunitions case and... Uh, what is it? Uh, we think Mills was here, so I would think that they would appreciate knowing that he's potentially armed. Okay. Uh, that's just the first thing that I would do when I see the ammunitions case, uh, probably over a text, because I'm not really interested in a conversation. But uh, yeah, I'm going to try to gather up, uh, what is it, uh, the various things as much as I can without actually uh getting physical contact with them i'm getting them ready to move most of the things look like they had some form of containment a box yeah. or or something um I, I text back are there other weapons question mark just an empty box obviously contained ammo period right um do you do a um 
uh, are you, what are you going to do with the box now that you say it? Well, it's an empty box. I suppose I'll put stuff in it. Okay. It's kind of, it's kind of pinned underneath the, the, uh, the fallen shelf, but it's pretty easy to pull out. Um, when you, when you look at the box, uh, it has, um, it has writing on the side of it, obviously, because it's a, you know, an ammo box. Uh, and when you think about putting something inside of it and you look inside, it seems to be stained with some sort of sticky black oil or, or something on the inside, tar. Hmm. That's interesting. Does it have any particular smell? Not really. No. Uh, and, um, uh, how do you have any language skills? Uh, I do not know. Well, you're guessing that it looks like Spanish. Maybe. Hmm. It's written on the side. Other sure. than that, uh, some of the, some of the things that you come across are way heavier than, than you'd expect. Some of them are fairly light. Um, uh, what are you going to do with these things? And some of these things you're going to have to kind of chip out of the ice. And put on them. Well, I don't want to expose anything to like that uh, black tar within the box. So I'll close that, latch it, uh, put that over with uh, the other stuff. And I'm just kind of piling it up over uh, to one side so that it's not getting water damaged and uh, it's getting ready to move. I'm not really looking at anything and I'm definitely not touching anything. Okay. Uh, I'll wait for uh, backup before I delve into what all this stuff is. All right. The other three of you are heading over to Skip Mill's house. Um, as soon as it, I get the text about the weapon, I tell uh, I tell Cavalier and Doc that uh, this guy might be armed. All right. 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 With uh, with more than just his uh, his tool. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. You're driving around. You can see that within at least the last day or so, a uh, couple days, uh, that there are tracks that are running in the direction that you're going towards uh i mean i mean car tracks um you 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 uh, how do you want to approach this we'll say that i'll start you at you uh you turn the corner and you're guessing that mill's house is one of these four or five houses on here and we're in town right this is correct yeah like a city street right there's nobody around do we do we see anybody no most of these houses are frozen over many of them have been abandoned i think the first thing to do would be just to drive by and check it out see if anything right. looks suspicious Let's see if he's got a, a a working car out in front of his house there is a car in front of his house that actually makes it fairly easy to identify because his car is not frozen up he's he actually has managed to get it out. He used it, obviously, to get to work that day. 
Um, however, it's got a layer of snow on it now because of the, the, the weather that's been going on. But it's so not encased he, in ice. No, but he hasn't moved it probably in a couple of days. I think somebody should go around and peek in windows. You want to draw straws to do that? No, I want you to do it. <laughs> do one, you I'm, guys, I'm you down with do, drawing straws. You three do an alertness. Do they I have succeeded. success in this? No, oh, nine. Um, what was that, uh, Ian? Sorry, my headset died, so I'll just up. Do they do degrees of success or no? I can't remember. The way you do it is if you roll a double, then it's a critical. So it's just success, extreme success, failure, extreme failure. Okay. Correct. I got a success. Okay. Um, did the other two get successes as well? Uh, I might have. Uh, the character sheet didn't come through in the email, so I've been winging it. It didn't. Uh, 32, 32 might be a success. Okay. I and have a Dick, success. Okay, yep. so you I all have success. success. You all... Um, step out of the car or, or whether you do that or not you're sitting there you all of a sudden become aware that you can hear music and uh, when you listen it's some pretty heavy rock and roll um, it sounds like Skip has the music turned up as loud as he can turn it up we hear this through the rolled up windows of our car you hear it through the windows through the, the walls of his house. Is his car oh. parked in a driveway? Yeah. Pull up behind it. And it's, what? what is it? Is it I don't know. anything we've heard? It's, oh yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah, if, you, if you're into rock and roll, just it's something uh, uh, very metally. <laughs> Metal. This is a golden opportunity for you here, Tom. <laughs> in fact, yeah. In fact, the more you listen and think about it, he has multiple pieces of music playing at the same time. Hmm. All of it loud and screechy. And, and it's not the same song. It's different songs. Correct. It's like he's turned his TV up, and his radio up, and his other radio up and his stereo up, and they're all playing at the same time. All right, so pull up in the driveway behind so his less car. Of a less of a music connoisseur and more of a quantity approach. I don't know. I think he's either trying to drown something out or I don't know. Something's up with this guy. He is not. Uh, all right. I think expect, we should expect weirdness. I think we should I, all go. I, I take the keys out of the ignition and I uh, start walking towards the door. Man, Cavaliers are a, a determined motherfucker. Okay. Yep. Let's go. All right. If he's going to the front, Doc, you want to go to the back and I'll go to the side, see if I can find a way in. Hey, you were the one who suggested peeking in windows. Go for it. I'll back up. I'll back up Cavalier here. Oh no! You should go to the back of the house. We'll all split up. What could go wrong? You say that. <laughs> you say that. 
I'll go off to the side and see if and just peek in windows. All right. Somebody should go around the back anyway, just in case he tries to bug out a back door. Remember, he's armed. Um, as I don't you, know that, but he might be. As you approach one of the windows, you notice immediately something is wrong. The windows are completely covered over in paper. And when you look, it's all pornography. On the inside? On the inside of the windows. Basement windows, first floor windows. Well, there, there's no, well, maybe there would be basement. No, not the basement windows, but definitely the upstairs windows. They're the regular windows in the house. Everything's been completely papered over in pornography. Is the house covered in ice? Uh, there's, there's large places of ice, but for the most part, the house has heat. So uh, the, the roof is pretty clean compared to the houses around it. There are a few other houses around where you've seen some semblance that there's people there, uh, but most oh. of them are not. <laughs> oh, I don't really want to go in there. Is there a basement window, though? They're little, little right. windows. Yeah. And of course, as you're close here, you can hear, you can hear not only the music, blaring very loud it's it's loud even where you are outside the house uh since there's no neighbors to complain but there's also um uh what you guess is either people are having sex in there or he's got pornography turned way up too we need to turn the power off well, i would look around the either the front or the corner of the house how are these two doing what are you guys going to do what do you think? Just knock? Push the doorbell. That works too. Uh, you push the doorbell and you don't can't even hear the doorbell through the noise. Hmm. Do we notice the, the uh the front windows? Do we are notice all the eccentric covered. wallpaper? Yes, you do on all the front windows. Delightful. We started a little late, so we're going to go 15 minutes over, if that's okay. Well, Mr. Briggs, I'll bet you five bucks that we don't want to know what that's stuck to the windows with. Are we together? Have we reconvened? Yeah, sure. You're back in the front. Nobody's watching the back door to see if he bugs out. He didn't even hear, he didn't even hear the uh, doorbell. All right, I look around. Are there any neighbors watching or anything? Anybody peeking through windows or anything? No? Nope. Check the doorknob. Is it locked? Is there a way we can kill the power to this house? Do you guys know? I mean, I don't know how it would work. Is there a big cable we can yank out of the house? Or is there some there, kind of... There, there are regular power lines going into the building, but they're they're up, you know, coming in up at the rough. Um, wouldn't, be very, wouldn't be very safe if you're not trained Who tried the door? Who tried the door? No. Have we? Have you tried the door? No, I, that's what I said I'm going to do. I'm going to try the door. Door is unlocked. Oh, Jesus. I don't the it. truck. All right. When you open the door, uh, at first it seems to stick a bit, and then you can hear it ripping the pornography that's been glued all over the door 
and the door frame, uh, it opens. Uh, you are hit with a blast of heat. The temperature is turned up way too high. Um, you can smell um, the human uh, ejaculations. Uh, it smells sour like, like uh, exactly what you'd expect. Uh, the television is turned on. Uh, it's got pornography going. The radio is going. The blast, the noise. He has wallpapered everything in pornography. There are piles of pornography uh, books in his living room. Uh, there's, there's stuff everywhere. And it looks like he's been masturbating, jacking off all over the place. Um, but you don't Jesus see him immediately. Okay. It's Wait, probably a two or three bedroom house. Uh, question. Is, is, are the pages stuck all over everything, walls and everything, or just windows and doors? All, all the walls, everything. So every, ceilings? Well, no, but... Uh, but every place is right easily, easy every to Every place reach. that he could stick it up there, yeah. And it's warm in here. Very hot. It's hot. He's not in here. Like he's, he's not, he's not in this room. Uh, yeah. So can we talk to each other with the music so loud? Oh, uh, you'd have to yell. Or get well, very close okay, together, like, get your face. No, no, I just point. I will point at one of you like to go in one way and the other of you to go another way. If we turn the music off, we'll let them know we're here. And then I'll go a third way. Yeah, right. I'll let them know we're here, but also we won't be able to hear if something happens to any of us while we're in here with the news button. So I'm going to go turn, start turning shit off. Great. Um, to give you a picture from the front door. I am wearing I, gloves. From the front door, you're looking into the living room. Uh, over to the right-hand side, there is a kitchenette um, with a, a, a sort of a bar, you know, that kind of thing. And then there's a, a hallway door. There's a hallway going off of that towards the, the rooms in the house. Um, all right. So you start moving into the room. You said you were going to go and start turning sound, the, the sound off. Yeah, turn radio off, turn the TV off. Okay. And he's making a lot of noise. Um, you, you work alone mostly, don't you there, Cavalier? No, I have a partner usually. But him to him. Well, he's not part of Delta Green. Would like you to all do an alertness roll. Ooh. Negative. 28. Pass. Okay. Uh, Dick, you happen to be looking into the kitchen. Um, uh, the other two, you're in the living room. Uh, and all of a sudden, around the corner from the hall, coming into the living room, uh, is... Skip Mills. Uh, he is completely naked. Uh, he looks like he's lost a tremendous amount of weight. Uh, he is emaciated. He is uh, 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 erect and uh, masturbating as he comes around the corner. And for just a moment, he doesn't seem to notice that you're there. But the second he looks up and sees you, and he looks right at uh, Jared, uh, 
this look comes over his face. Uh, the only way you could describe it would be um, a man who has lost a desperate battle. And in that second, he leaps at you. Um, and in that, that moment that he's leaping at you, something comes out of his mouth that looks like a black sort of stick thing. And he is, he is lunging for you. So you wanna, do you want to fight him or do you want to dodge? Don't remember. Uh, probably dodge. Ooh, that's a uh, sixty-seven. That's probably not. That's probably not it. And then there were geese. <laughs> oh, I wish there were geese. Where'd the geese come from? Uh, I wish there were all. geese. The geese would protect. Burn me. it all. Um. All right. So you you managed. You said you didn't manage to dodge. Uh, yeah, I didn't manage to. All dodge. right. He he leaps on you, and he's. It's almost like he's leaping into your arms and grabbing a hold of you, and he's trying to jam this thing that's in his mouth into your face. What did the other two do? Jesus Christ. Um, what's nearby? Is there something to hit him with? I'm looking for something to hit him with. You, at this, is you the kitchen, really is there a toaster? You don't really have much time to go looking for something. To I tackle him. I jump him. This is in the right, kitchen or in the living room. Sorry, this is I'm in the living room. I'm, I'm well, he was just—he was just looking in the living room. So I mean, the kitchen. He, okay. he didn't notice Skip walk into the room. I want to just grab him and pull him off, Doc. All right. Unarmed combat. Yeah. Yeah. Success. All right. I failed. Um, Corey, what do you want to do? Are you going to try to pull him off too? Um, no, I'd be picking something up to hit him over the head with. So All right. I, 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 there's a TV here, there's a stereo here. I'd probably prefer to use something a little bit lighter. I don't necessarily want to cave his skull in, but yeah. Okay. Well, there's also a lot of pornography. You can whack him with it. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to whack him with his own pornography. There's, a, there's enough whacking going I'm not going to whack him at all, okay? <laughs> all right. Um, before he That's can jam this... Job. Before he can jam this thing into your face, Jared, uh, Dick gets him kind of in a half Nelson and starts pulling him off. Uh, and he's kicking and screaming, and uh, he's not not particularly strong, but he's strong enough that he's not stopping that you're uh, that you're fighting him. Does he smoke? Does he smoke? You mean, Skip. Yes. You don't. You don't see the evidence. You don't see any evidence of smoking. Because okay, a fucking one of those big glass ashtrays would be perfect. But. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so he and Dick are struggling on the ground, and what he's trying to do is get himself turned around so that he can get at Dick with this thing in his mouth. <laughs> so, I'm so glad I named um, this character. Oh yeah. Dick. Uh, if I can get, if I can get a a hand on an a hand on his throat and to try and uh, pinch the the arteries. No, pull that thing him, out of his mouth. And make him pass out. Okay. Um, yeah. So you're going to try and choke him. Go ahead and do a... Yep. 
Okay, so that's a six. All right. Uh, as you grab a hold of his neck and you start to try and choke him, you can definitely feel that there is something hard and rigid in his throat. Whatever this thing is coming out goes down deeper than, than just you know his mouth. Um, you also realize as you've done that, that this thing that's sticking out of his throat has itself a kind of mouth with sharp little teeth. And it's, it's trying to get a hold of your hand. Okay, I'll be right up. It's trying Gross. to get a hold of your arm. And it seems to be spitting this orange, uh, gooey liquid as it's doing it. And Skip is kicking and trying very hard to get away. Uh, no, no, he's not trying to get away. Uh, he's trying to get you. Um, you also notice that the whole experience is just arousing him more. And right. he's, probably, he's probably spontaneously orgasming as you do. Fuck that. Stereo head. Okay, well, remember he's got his hands around his throat. So... Yeah, I mean, you know, it might, might hurt Jared's hands a bit, but I'm trying to save him from getting, you know. All right. Yeah, I saw aliens, okay? That's not going to be good if that mouth thing gets him. Go ahead and roll for a, a brawl. Oh, fuck. I failed. Okay. Uh, you, you, you bring that thing down and you smash it. But it kind of ricochets off towards the side of his head. It definitely damage. It hurts him, but he doesn't stop. In fact, he starts to moan with pleasure when you've done that to him. But you also notice that every place that you've scraped on his skin is now bleeding that same orange liquid. It's getting all over us. Uh, well, it's... I mean, probably we're getting all over Jared's right? hands at this point. Speak Luckily, we are all very well insulated in winter clothing. Okay. Dick, it's your turn. What do you want to do? You've managed to pull yourself up off the ground. Uh, Jared's on top of him now holding him. He's got him by the throat. But he doesn't seem to be stopping. You can't seem to get enough pressure. We got Get a blanket or something to wrap him up. We've got to contain this dude so i'm just going to try to i've got him in a half nelson i'm going to try to pull him off of doc and pin him to the ground face down on the ground okay do a doc will have to let go that's another success okay uh you managed to roll him over doc uh, you have to let go um you let go as this guy rolls over He's kicking and screaming, uh, but he's making sexy noises. It's 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 horrible. It's absolutely oh fucking God. horrible. He's loving it. He's enjoying everything you're doing to him. Or something is. Or something is. Uh, Jared, now that you've let go, what are you going to do? Uh, I'll try and assist with the uh, the blanket shenanigans. Okay. As best I can. Okay. You okay. Uh, you grab, uh, let's say there's an old shawl 
on the on the the, the couch. Uh, you pull it off and you use it to sort of pin him down to the ground, but it, it's not easy, and he's not letting up. Wait, let's get him outside. This thing obviously likes it warm. Let's get him outside. Fair point. It'd be easier to do so if we get him wrapped up in this blanket first, though, so we can, you know, like you said, contain him to some extent, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to assist Jared, add my strength to his in the process of trying to. I mean, you know, we could wrap Dick up in there with him, too. Oh, don't wrap Dick. <laughs> well, Dick will have to let go at some point if you guys are going to try to completely wrap him up. In That's why I'm helping. Oh, yeah, yeah. Once they're ready with the blanket, I sort of, you know, I let go of the headlock or whatever, and I just keep trying to keep him pinned, but, yeah, right. I, I, I transitions. All right, so as you, as you start to pull away, I want you, yeah, the two of you to do, uh, uh, once again, maneuver rolls to see if you can wrap this guy up in the blanket. I've done that, right? Yeah. Okay, that's a middling roll, 47. I got a success. Okay, I got an 11, which is a, a oh, critical, success. critical yeah. success. Um, he starts to wiggle out of the blanket. And uh, slippery. Now, that, now that Dick is, uh, yeah, he's slippery. He's not as sticky as you'd hoped. Uh, he's, he's sweating profusely, but he's crawling straight towards Dick with that thing probing out of his mouth, trying to what get What is to that something. thing? What's it look like? Is it a mouth? Is it a... It, it, well, it's not, not too far off from that alien thing uh, that you see an alien. It looks like a long uh, tubular Oscar's sort of thing, thing with a, okay. uh, a, a sharp little mouth Some on the of. end of it with little, it looks like little, little tentacles or something around the mouth and uh, it's spitting this orange liquid. For fuck's sake. So uh, it's going to try and get a hold of, it's going to try and bite you somewhere, Dick. Uh, uh, what are my choices, to dodge out of the way or to... To I, fight I, back? Uh, I'll dodge, it's the same roll. I'll dodge out of the way. And I don't, shit. Okay, and it got a 28. Um, so as you're trying to sort of kick, kick yourself away from it, uh, the little mouth bites into your leg. Uh, it does. Just one hit point of damage, but it's, it's, it's tried to latch onto your leg. Uh, Corey and Jared, what do you do? Still trying to blanket him and... Well, he's, he's wriggled out of that. Now you see okay. this thing is biting Dick's leg. Uh, is there enough room to step on the thing in between uh, his face and the leg? Yes, I think so. I'm going to try and stomp on it. Okay. Scramble up and stomp on him. Oh, hey. That's another six. Okay. Okay, very good. Um, yeah, you managed to get your foot between uh, between Skip Mills's face and uh, and Todd and Dick's leg, and you crush down on top of the thing. And uh, when you do, uh, Skip starts writhing, but the thing 
the thing is trying to writhe underneath your foot, but it immediately lets go of Dick. Um, all right. You crush down right. on it. Well, that, well, he does that. He stops on the mouth. I grab the television set now. I'm going to slam that down on the back of this guy's head. Okay. On, uh, on what's Try his name's head? Go ahead. He can't really fight you at that point. So. Four. That's a success. Okay. Uh, you bring that thing down on the back of Skip Mel's head, and uh, there's a horrible, sickening crunch as the back of uh, Skip Mel's skull is uh, cracked or cracked and scrut. There's a large uh, orangish yellow splatter as you do that, and uh, you're pretty. He, he twitches for a few moments and then he stops twitching. However, Jared, that thing under your foot is trying very hard to continue wiggling. I'm, I'm going to put all my weight it's, into it. Uh, all right. I think I'm that, not going to make a snarky remark about uh, Corey almost knocking my, my leg off. Um, and instead, I'm going to yell at him to get a jar or something. Okay. Um, Dick, your injury is, is not much. Uh, it looks to you like the thing was perhaps preparing to pump something into you. Jesus. Um, in any case, but you, you seem to have gotten away before it, it damaged you. Uh, except that you've got a little ring of teeth marks where you're bleeding. A little chew mark. Um, All right, so there's something in Mills. Your foot's on it. I'm going to try to pull the corpse away and try to dislodge this thing from Mills's neck. And then really, uh, I think we need to get it outside. So open, like, open the door or something. I would you get never, a, you never close. Got to get a container. We don't know how we don't know how long it is. If you start pulling it out and it wraps up my leg, we're well. I'm hosed. What's in the kitchen, Corey? Go find something in the kitchen. It's a fully stocked kitchen. There's uh, and the biggest Tupperware you can. <laughs> Tupperwares, yeah. Uh, in fact, Corey. Once again, do an alertness. Okay. That first. Uh, no, I failed. Okay. Yeah. So you managed you, you managed to go in there and grab a container of some sort. Uh, Off-brand Tupperware. Maybe yeah. there's a no, big. No, 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 no. I probably no. grab something like I'd be looking for like one of those big soup pot things, you know, the big ones that you put on the stovetop. Well, what you do the find lid. is a big glass mason jar. Okay, that worked. Um, you grab that. Um, Hope it's big dip. enough. Dick comes around uh, behind where Jared is with his foot on the thing, and you're going to pull Skip Mills away. Yeah. Okay. Um, you you start pulling Skip Mills, and it doesn't take much effort because you're pretty sure the thing is dead now. But I'd say it's about two feet long. Wait, what thing? Um, the thing that was in Dick? The thing that's in it, the thing that's in his mouth. Um, uh, one end of it, uh, seems to be somewhat, uh, well, you've seen it. It's, it's long and black and, uh, the skin is kind of bizarrely translucent. You can see sort of veins inside of it that are all orange. Uh, and it's got this mouth. The other end seems to sort of 
become rather bulbous, and there are a number of, uh, they look like tendrils uh, that are coming out of this thing. Some of them, most of them have been broken off. So you imagine that maybe they had infiltrated him. And there are uh, what look like four uh, needle-like appendages uh, that you don't really know what those are for, but you're guessing that they were buried deep inside skit mills. Other than that, um, that's that's the thing that you find and drop into the jar. And that uh, thing is the thing's not moving anymore. It's not struggling. It's, it's, it's not moving anymore. You've you've crushed uh, part of it, and so it's it's just there. Now I think some sanity is. <laughs> Do. Probably well overdue. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Hmm. <laughs> that was a good roll. Seventy-six. I passed. All right. oh, I passed easily. All right. Uh, if you if you if you passed, uh, just do a uh, yeah, two points of damage. Um, you guys yeah. are are are. However, you're shaken uh, by the. I also did just. Killer, yeah. might not be the first time, but still, it's. And I think that's where we're going to leave it for this evening. That's a good spot. Um, and we'll pick this up again next week. Our players included Brian Daly, Matt Ryan, Josh Harwood, Brian Sesney, and Ian Christensen with yours truly as a keeper of secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The cost of all of the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering the questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. <laughs>